0: we <laughs>
1: online podcast, Travis Ryder, senior analyst with you as we take you into a home opener weekend in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, the Alabama Crimson Tide set to welcome the Aggies of Texas a to Bryant-Denny Stadium Saturday afternoon. That's a 2.30 kickoff, 2.30-ish anyway, on CBS. And you know, typically we would be heading into a weekend like this with a A lot of recruiting news, perhaps, and recruiting talk to get you ready for some unofficial visitors, maybe some official visitors as well. We have an extended dead period, as we know, however, so that won't be the case as much. In fact, as we bring Hank South on here, outstanding recruiting analyst for us there at BOL, Hank, we're actually going to get things started with some men's basketball recruiting (laughs) chatter because – there's been some interesting back and forth with J.D. Davison, one of the very best players in the country for the 2021 cycle, and, of course, an in-state guy as well. What do we know exactly with J.D. Davison as far as perhaps an imminent announcement from him in regards to his college choice?
0: Yeah, we're kind of just on J.D. Davison watch. Uh, earlier this week, he, he um It it, it was reported that he he moved his decision date up to October 3rd, Saturday, um, instead of what was originally reported, which was October 31st. I did some checking around on this, and what I was told is he never actually had a decision date set on October 31st. He had made kind of one of those cryptic tweets about save the date for Halloween, um, and people kind of just took that as a decision date. Um, So October 3rd, I guess, is his first official um, commitment date that he set, but then, of course. you know, in true recruiting coverage uh, form, he he came out on on Thursday evening and tweeted that he was going to delay his announcement. He had some things to take care of, um, and then that tweet, of course, was deleted. So there, there's kind of this just uh, craziness the last uh, you know 24 hours covering this. But uh, I checked around on it. I, I still expect a decision. From JD Davison here relatively soon, perhaps still Saturday. Um, you know, he came back on, on Twitter and said, uh, I think, save the date again on Saturday, or, or, you know, it's his birthday, so it's a big day for him. So certainly could still see a commitment from him on Saturday. Um, but if not Saturday, I still think it's going to be here, you know, pretty soon um, in the coming days.
1: Then one of those recruitments, I guess, where it's tough to get an actual feel for which way he might be leaning. I know Tim Watts, our site publisher on Thursday, had some interesting nuggets right there on the roundtable, the premium message board of choice for Alabama Crimson Tide fans on BOL. Um, And based on what we heard from Tim, sounded like things might be trending positively for Nate Oates in Alabama. Have you been able to get a sense for where this thing might be headed
0: Yeah. Tim's been all over it, you know, earlier this week talking about, you know, Bama being in it more than people thought, you know, everyone kind of just wrote him off to Auburn. Um, the last couple months, um figuring they, w- they were the team to beat. And, you know, Auburn's certainly very much in the mix. I think it's a I think it's a two team battle pretty much between the two in-state programs. Obviously, LSU has had some buzz throughout it. Memphis, I know, has been talked about, uh, but it seems to be Alabama, Auburn. Um, you know, I, ha- I haven't made a pick one way or the other yet. I-, I think Bama's done a really good job recruiting him. I think he's closer. um with Antoine Petway, his, his area recruiter, his primary recruiter from Alabama, um, probably more so than, than any other coach recruiting him. So that, you know, that says a lot, especially in a recruitment like this, where relationships can really be that deciding factor. So, You know, I I think there's there's positives for Alabama's chances. Um, You know, I haven't made a crystal ball prediction yet. I'm not sure if I will, Um, but you know, I I think uh, there I think there's reason for optimism on the Alabama side. But Auburn is still certainly a a a heavy hitter here in this recruitment. And you know, if if he keeps delaying it or you know he puts it off, you know that just leaves more time for this whole um, recruiting process to unfold.
1: Yeah, with a guy like this, it's typically all hands on deck from a Mm -hmm. recruitment perspective, and certainly the head coach. Nate Oates is going to be the centerpiece of that. But it is a big cycle, it seems like, for PET. You know, in the 2020 class, we heard so much about Brian Hodgson uh, throughout that commitment list and that that signing process with those guys. Uh, it sounds like PET's up in this cycle. And I guess just on Holt most recently was a guy that, that pet had a lot to do with from the state of Georgia, the six foot six wing who committed to Alabama last weekend. So uh, perhaps a, a really positive stretch here for Alabama men's basketball recruiting. And we will certainly keep you up to speed up to the minute on exactly what's going on with JD Davidson and, and others right there at Bama online.com. As we shift gears to football, Hank, uh, kind of touched on it at the outset of the podcast. Uh, we got a home opener here in Tuscaloosa, but we don't have uh, prospects in either an unofficial or official capacity able to make trips and make visits to schools right now. And as we still navigate this COVID 19 uh, pandemic, uh, so what are you hearing maybe this weekend or even the next weekend will consist of for Alabama football recruiting?
0: Yeah, it's kind of wild. It feels weird not writing, you know, a visitors preview um, ahead of a, a big home opener like this. Um, but uh, that—that's just kind of the nature of of, of twenty twenty um, with covering recruiting. Um, I have not confirmed um, any visitors at this point. Um, obviously, you know, they're they're not allowed to be in person visits with the coaching staff, but you know, with, uh, a certain number of fans allowed in, you know, that, that, that leaves kind of the door open for, um, you know, recruits just to take their own visits, buy their own tickets and, and check it out for themselves. I have not heard of a recruit planning to do that yet. There's been some guys like Devonte Smith, the cornerback commit from Ohio. He was talking about coming to all the home games with, with, uh, with his cousin, who's Sean Alexander. Um, he's actually not going to be able to make this game, um, um, to, to town on Saturday. Um, so, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see a kid pop up, especially in state kids, you know, like a team maybe like a Tim Keenan or, you know, maybe even maybe the Deontay Lawson, you know, guys that can make the trip, um, relatively easily. Um, you know, that wouldn't shock me to see, maybe we'll see some of that, but from what I've gathered and, you know, checking on guys making these kind of unofficial, unofficial visits, um, on their own, which we've seen become more popular, um, uh, where, where kids are just going to campus, taking it in, not meeting with the coaching staff and, and kind of just making their judgments on, uh, on, um, this on the schools um, next weekend um, when Alabama is at Ole Miss, I, I've actually heard of more visitor traction at Alabama that weekend. You know, I, I reported earlier this week that a Mims, the five-star offensive tackle, he told me that he was going to be at Alabama next weekend, which is kind of significant considering he's making a decision on October 14th, just, you know, four days later. Um, so that's something of note. I checked in with Terry and Arnold, who's one of Alabama's top defensive targets in the, in the secondary. He told me he's looking at next. He didn't confirm that he's going next weekend, but he's looking at next weekend as as a possible visit date to Alabama. So uh, maybe we'll see it where, you know, when Bama's on the road, recruits show up. I don't know. Maybe that's going to be the the theme of this uh, this fall 2020.
1: Who knows at this point, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it really is. You, you cover it all by just saying 2020. That's, that's all we know to say mm-hmm. uh, at this point, essentially. Uh, obviously, Texas A&M coming in here on Saturday. Been some interesting battles on the recruiting trail between the Crimson side and the Aggies, especially with Alabama under Nick Saban being as prolific in the state of Texas as it has been interesting though that it seems like in terms of the most recent uh, aspect of, of those battles you know McKinley Jackson I guess for this this last cycle uh, was was one that Alabama and a and m were intensely involved in and uh, he's actually a kid from Mississippi that ends up at a and M. I I see where he's already in the rotation there at defensive tackle for the Aggies up front but some of the more memorable, matchups on the recruiting trail maybe that you recall here uh as, as we look ahead to the game on Saturday
0: yeah you know there were certainly you know face-offs with with a under Kevin Sumlin between uh, them and Alabama but it really feels like it's kind of intensified since Jimbo Fisher um, has taken over and and some of the recruitments you know kind of dipped into Kevin Sumlin still being there but you know at the end towards signing day uh, when Jimbo Fisher had taken over you know a guy like um you know, Jalen Waddle, that was, you know, people kind of just wrote him off to A&M um, when, when someone got fired and, and Jimbo Fisher took the job, he had already been considering Florida state. I want to say um, his, his former teammate um, Marvin Wilson obviously had that tie there. Um, but that, that was one of the ones, you know, I remember most, I, th- I think, you know, you got to bring up Bobby Brown. Um, that was kind of a wild um, little finish in the, in the uh, 2018 class. You know, he had committed to A&M in the fall decommitted during the early signing period uh, and then committed to alabama during the early signing period and didn't sign so that kind of like gave you a little indicator of how that could go come january towards um, you know the late signing period ends up flipping back to um, texas and but you know um Jalen Waddle's a win. Christian Story, a lot of people forget, um, was an Alabama-Texas A&M battle, obviously went Alabama's way. And then Christian Harris, um, too, you know, he he was uh, he was considered yeah. um, a heavy texas a and i A&M. I'm totally drawing a blank. I, I think he was committed to Texas A&M uh, and then flipped to Alabama after an official visit. Either way, you know, it was a heavy Alabama-Texas A&M thing there. Um, and, and so, you know, that there's been some fun ones to track, but yeah, that McKinley Jackson recruitment was pretty wild. Kind of reminded me of Bobby Brown without as much of the drama, you know, w- we knew it was an Alabama, Texas A&M thing. It wasn't like he was, you know, committed to one of the schools and not signing early or, you know, going back and forth, but, you know, ends up going Texas A&M's way, um, in, in the 2020 cycle. So, um, but, you know, looking at it in the 2021 cycle, there, there's several, you know, Bama's, you know, going head to head, not necessarily head-to-head, but several they're certainly battling AM and m for, um, you know, whether it be Tunmise um Shamar Turner, uh, Brian Thomas, the receiver, uh, Monkel Goodwine's already, you know, when that was kind of an Alabama-Texas and lsu battle there, and then uh, Jarden Gilbert as well, the the defensive back out of Louisiana.
1: Jalen Hurts, what? I'm, I'm I'm trying to recall exactly how yep. that one went down was A&M more so than Texas was involved in that one. Right.
0: Yeah. I should have brought that up. That that was another big one. Um, under, under Sumlin, you know, there was a lot of buzz that, that Jalen hurts was going to, to flip to Texas A&M. Um, it, this was pre early signing period era. Um, so I, I'm trying to recall it totally, but, uh, it, it was in December, Um, I want to say someone went and met with him um, and and there was a lot of chatter. I think there was even like reports or predictions that he was going to flip to Texas A&M. He ends up obviously um, sticking with Alabama and rolling early. Um, And obviously, you know, playing that critical role of uh, Deshaun Watson on scout team for for the practices ahead of the national championship game. But yeah, that was another one. I think it came down to Alabama, Texas A&M and Mississippi State for for Jalen Hurts, but really more so Bama and the Aggies. They had a really strong relationship with Kevin Sumlin, uh, but Alabama ended up holding on to him, obviously.
1: Let's move out west. For an interesting item here in the last few days. The number one prospect in the 2021 class, according to 24 7 Sports, named his top seven on Thursday afternoon. That player being defensive lineman JT Tui Mo I think I got that right. Tui Mo <laughs> Uh, the big defensive lineman from the state of Washington. Uh, talk to us about that. This one it doesn't seem like we've maybe heard as much about uh JT Tuemolao but it seems like Alabama's been a constant throughout his recruitment
0: yeah they've kind of just hung around you know it's always kind of you know until I want to say june maybe early july it was you know bama's chances maybe as thought as an afterthought um you know that they're, they're in the mix for him but you know the crystal ball says ohio state you know uh Washington, Oregon in it being the regional teams, um, obviously seem like they have a pretty good shot as well, but Bama's hung around there. They've done a really good job. Obviously the connection Steve Sarkeesian has with, uh, the state of Washington with his history there. Um, you know, he has connections out there. Um, and, and it certainly played a big role here in this recruitment for JT, um, as well as freddie roach and pete golding you know I, I think he he's uh you know really connected with the staff and, and you know they, they've given him a pretty solid vision of what he can do um and another plus especially you know in 2020 keep saying it um he's actually already been to campus and you know it was I, it was was over two years ago it was uh, the summer of 2018 um, when he was still kind of New under the recruiting circuit. Uh, but, you know, he has a little bit of familiarity with uh, with the campus. He, he met with Nick Saban in person. Um, so he has that. So, you know, if, if visits don't ever resume, you know, even though, you know, technically maybe the dead period um, you know, lifts in in January and guys can get on campus, but you know, if they don't, um, he has that kind of in his back pocket as, you know, something he can check off the box when it comes to Alabama. Um, but you know, most people think Ohio state has kind of a slight edge here. And, you know, I think that's probably fair to say, but if you look at his crystal ball, it's, it's very low confidence. Nobody's saying outright, this is a lock is a done deal. And and, you know, what a lot of people are saying is Bama has really kind of closed that gap, if not, you know, even pulled even. So, um, a kid out on the West coast seems like it might be turning into an Alabama, Ohio state battle, obviously in his top seven, you know, he has Oregon, he has Washington, I think USC's in there as well. So he's got that, that PAC 12 love. Um, but this looks like it, it could be, um, turning into more of an Alabama, Ohio state race.
1: Interesting stuff. We're going to head to a break here on the Bama online podcast. When we come back, we'll offer up some true or false scenarios for Hank South as it relates to Alabama recruiting that and more on the Bama online podcast right after this.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or
2: news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
1: Back with more of the Bama Online Podcast. If you haven't already, how about a subscription to the Bama Online Podcast? Simple as a click. It's free to you, and you can consume the podcast wherever you do your podcasting, whether that's Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, Megaphone. Make it happen today, and if you don't mind, leave us a rating and a review while you're there. That would be greatly appreciated as well. Travis Ryer alongside Hank South. As we move into the true or false segment of the podcast, and we'll get going, Hank, with this one, Alabama will close out this 2021 class with two more defensive linemen. Is that true or false in your opinion?
0: I'm going to go true. And and you kind of you look at this position group, um, it's it's the one, you know, there's the most prospects still in the mix for um, it, it's, you know, still technically a neat area um, to, to kind of finish out strong. Um, so I'm going to say true. We just talked about JT. Um, obviously, you know, Tunmise is still heavily in the mix, possibly even, you know, leaning to Alabama a bit. He hasn't said that. I'm not putting words in his mouth. But in my opinion, I think, you know, Bama has a good shot there. Shamar Turner, um, even some other guys like Tyreek Sapp, the Florida commit, um, that's out at St. Thomas Aquinas, um, teammate with Dallas Turner, the Alabama commit. So I'm going to go true there. Um, you know, we'll see if that changes, but you know, that's going to be my response for now.
1: Next up for you. The Crimson Tide will sign a running back in the 2021 cycle. Is that true or false?
0: I'll say false. Um, you know, I think it, I think the one running back we could see maybe shake that up is Kamar Wheaton, the five-star back from Texas. Um, he seems to be an Oklahoma lean, but, you know, he hasn't committed to Oklahoma yet. So, you know, he's narrowed his list down to three, Sooners, Tide, and LSU. Um, so maybe the longer this goes on, the more interesting it gets. Uh, but I'm going to say false for now. You look at the guys they signed in 2020, the guys they'll have coming back. Um, I, I, I don't think it's a necessarily with the limited spots left. I don't think it's a need area technically in 2021.
1: One more, and then we'll get into a more likely to happen scenario. But this final true or false, UA is more likely to finish this class with another wide receiver than it is an offensive lineman. Is that true or false?
0: I'm going to say true. Uh, You know, Amarius Mims' decision is coming up. Um, I I think he would surprise people if he didn't end up at Georgia. Uh, So I'm going to I I think it's more likely a wide receiver finishes out in this class. And you you look at a guy like Brian Thomas, who's essentially deciding between Alabama and LSU. He's got some other schools in in the mix. But um, I think it's more likely we see a a receiver join the class than uh, than another offensive lineman.
1: And our more likely to happen scenario that we're going to wrap things up with uh, on this latest edition of the Bama Online Podcast. More likely to happen, uh, Hank, uh, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, or Jackson State. uh, Which of those three is more likely to poach at least one player (laughs) from Alabama's current commitment list we got prime time in Jackson he, Mississippi.
0: he's working he's working hard you know that that the, what his first what like 10 offers were all five-star kids or something you know Basie yeah. Smith all those guys but uh no I, I think the most likely and I don't even think it's that likely at this point is Mississippi State you know you look at Kadarius Callaway um obviously committed to Mississippi State at one point has has flipped Alabama in July um We'll, well, you know, we saw Mississippi State get the big upset over LSU. You know, if they have a really good season, they're going to keep recruiting him. I, I think he's going to keep listening. Maybe something ends up down the road where, where he decides to make that change again. Right now, I know he, he's very happy with his commitment to Alabama, so I don't see that as a huge threat right now. But if we're looking at most likely out of those three, I'd say Mississippi State.
1: There you go. Always great stuff with Hank South. And Hank, by the way, will have us on J.D. Davison Watch, as we talked about earlier in the pod. Gonna be kind of a weird Saturday, maybe Hank, with yep. uh, Alabama football going on and the potential, anyway, for some big recruiting <laughs> news on the <laughs> basketball front. Uh, I guess that's just kind of the year it's been for you, anyway, right? I mean, nothing's uh, yeah. been normal, right?
0: Yeah, just gotta keep keep your uh, laptop on on standby at all times. You know, you never know when something's gonna pop up.
1: No doubt about it. We'll have it for you. Whenever it does happen, right there at BamaOnline.com, Hank South, Tim Watts, site publisher, doing an outstanding job with the recruiting coverage for us. And of course, we'll have you covered with Alabama, Texas A&M throughout the weekend as well. Charlie Potter, Kirk McNair, myself, plenty of coverage at BamaOnline.com. And of course, you want to hang out with us there at the roundtable, the premium message board of choice for Alabama Crimson Tides fans everywhere for Hank South Travis Schreier thanking you once again for joining us here on the Bama online podcast have a great weekend everybody
2: okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road any road the steeper the better